Welcome to the serialized audiobook, The Carophiles, File 2, Automata, written and read by the author, Tony Warner. File 2, Automata, is the second book in the Carophiles series. All of the Carophiles books are available to purchase from Amazon in both Kindle and paperback formats. Simply visit your Amazon store and search for The Carophiles. read or listened to the first Carophiles book, File 1, The Chase, I strongly recommend that you do so before listening to this book. Chapter 1 Kara opened her eyes. Above her, the entire ceiling glowed with light. Feeling warm and comfortable, she drew in a deep breath and then let it out slowly. Where was she? She frowned and moved her head to one side. All she could see was a light orange wall. There was no furniture. Moving her head to the other side, she saw the same. Then she remembered her last encounter with the white soldier. It had attacked and she had been badly burnt. She recalled the blood, the blisters and blackened skin. Her breathing increased, and her heart thudded in her chest as she recalled the horrible events. She lifted her head quickly, expecting to see bandages and horrific wounds. Instead, she saw that she was lying on a bed of sorts in the centre of a square room that was totally devoid of any decoration. All the walls were the same light orange, and there was no door. There were no bandages, and no signs of medical equipment. Puzzled, she sat up, and was disconcerted to see that she was naked. There was no blanket or sheet. She had been lying on her back on a foam-covered, single-bed-sized pedestal in the centre of the orange room. There was no pain. Her heart rate slowed, and she began to relax. Thank goodness the pain had gone. It was the worst thing she had ever experienced. She looked down at her arms and legs, they seemed to be perfectly normal. All signs of the horrible burns were gone. Her skin was smooth and suntanned, just as it had been before the fire. What the hell, she thought to herself. What was going on? What had happened to her burns? They were pretty bad, she recalled. Yet now, her skin was as though nothing had happened. And why was she naked? There wasn't even a blanket. Could she be in a hospital? May, she projected a thought. Where are you? Am I in your world? there was no answer. She looked down at her right hand. The broken rings were still there. Could May be asleep? Was she even in May's world? May had never said anything about rooms with orange walls in her complex. What was going on? She slipped from the bed onto a light grey plain floor. It felt warm to her bare feet as she padded around what she was beginning to think of as a prison cell. The room was completely empty apart from the bed and there were no openings for windows or doors. Frustrated, she returned to the bed and sat down. Hello, she shouted at the empty room. Is there anyone out there? She waited. There was no reply. Had she been captured by the soldier and imprisoned? Maybe she was in May's world, but in a holding cell or something. She puzzled about the situation for some time and then she heard a voice in her head. 
please be calm, a multi-agent node will appear. A what? asked Kara alarmed. She didn't like the sound of that. An autonomous component of the swarm, came the reply. Kara still did not understand. She jumped from the bed and retreated to a corner. She was defenceless and felt very vulnerable. She had no idea what to expect. She didn't have to wait long. Over at the far wall, there was a snap of air movement and a metal sphere appeared, floating in the air. It was about the size of a basketball. Kara pressed herself into the wall, trying to put as much distance between herself as the floating sphere. Please be calm, you are not in danger. The ball talked at her. Its voice was smooth, masculine and controlled as it echoed around the room. Kara made no move. What are you? she asked. I am a multi-agent node assigned to be your interface. That makes no sense. You're talking rubbish. The metal ball moved a little to one side and then back again. I have been constructed to enable you to connect with the swarm. Kara still had no idea what this floating ball was talking about. What's the swarm? she asked. Like bees and wasps? The metal ball performed the same gesture of moving to one side and then back again. The swarm has no experience of bees or wasps. The nomenclature swarm describes our cooperative society. Kara was still none the wiser, but did feel a little more relaxed. This thing had made no move towards her and appeared to present no danger, as it had said. She ventured from the corner and approached the bed. I still don't know what you're talking about, she said, but first things first, can I get my clothes back? The ball hovered silently and remained where it was. Clothes are arrayed on your body to provide protection, it asked. Kara frowned. Well, yes, but also to stop people seeing me naked. The metal sphere did its peculiar gesture once more. It moved a little to one side and then moved back again. Seeing your natural form is not desirable, it asked. Definitely not, replied Kara, not without permission. Clothes are used to disguise your natural form, asked the ball. What's the matter with you, asked an exasperated Kara. Haven't you seen clothes before? The swarm does not have any experience of clothes, replied the sphere. Well, when I arrived here, I was wearing some. Can I have them back? They were badly damaged by extreme heat and will not be usable. We will manufacture new clothes for you if you wish. I do wish, replied Kara. Make it snappy. The ball moved to one side and then back again. Kara wondered if it was some form of involuntary reaction. Snappy is a word for fast, it asked. Don't you understand English, she asked. Of course it means fast. The swarm has no experience of English, replied the metal ball. Kara huffed. Whatever, she replied. What is this place? Before the silver ball answered, she jumped at a snapping sound as a small bundle appeared on the bed platform. You are in Nexus 484, replied the ball. Your clothes have arrived. Are they to your satisfaction? We modelled them on the clothes we removed from you. Kara approached the bed. You removed my clothes? A stupid question, really, she thought to herself. Someone must have removed them. Multi-agent nodes were constructed for the task, was the reply. Nearly everything the hovering ball said made no sense to her at all. She didn't bother to try to understand. Instead, she looked through the neatly piled clothes. These are exactly the same as the clothes I was wearing. Did you repair them? Your original clothes were beyond repair, replied the ball. These have been newly manufactured. Kara marvelled at them. When she looked closely, they were identical to hers, right down to the singe mark on her shorts where she had dropped a cigarette, and even a stain on her t-shirt where she had spilt some soup. You mustn't look while I put them on, she instructed the ball. 
Observation is not permitted while you fit your protective layer, it asked. Kara frowned at the ball. Observation of me wearing nothing is not permitted, she replied. Sensors are fitted into every aspect of this node, answered the ball. Is disconnecting their inputs sufficient? Kara huffed again. Well, if that's all you can manage, I guess so. She picked up the clothes and walked into the corner furthest away from the ball and faced the wall. She quickly dressed and then turned around. She felt a lot better. Now to find out what was going on. You can turn your sensors back on now, she told the ball. Walking back to the bed, she asked, What's your name? What should I call you? My designation would not be recognisable by a human. Well, I've got to call you something, she thought for a while. It can't be an ordinary name, because you're clearly made of metal. Are you a machine? This node is a constructed intelligence. Kara nodded thoughtfully. I thought so. How about arcs? It's the first thing that came into my head. The silver ball moved sideways and then back. You are designating this name to this node? Kara nodded. Now tell me where I am. Why can't I contact Mei Jing? Am I in her world? Mei Jing is another human? Yes, I need to get to her. Is she here? There are no other humans within the swarm's influence, replied the ball. Kara was confused. What do you mean there are no other humans? There must be. You are the first human that the swarm has observed for 1,201 years. You have been listening to The Cara Files, File 2, Automata, by Tony Warner, performed and produced by the author. Music for this episode is For Deep Documentary by Actasoc. You can contact me on Facebook at Tony Warner Author or by sending an email to cywarbook at gmail.com. That's P-S-I War Book, all one word, at gmail.com. I hope that you enjoyed this episode. If you did, spread the word on your favourite social media platform and tune in for the next episode.